Hey, everybody. Sipping a yerba mate. What you doing? <laughs> Welcome to This Is About Movies, a uh, yes. podcast where we just talk about stuff, and sometimes we talk about movies. <laughs> uh, and uh, today Boy, we're talking about oh. Thor Love and Thunder, and uh, the latest Marvel movie featuring Thor. And Love and Thunder. And Love and Thunder. And, um, the, and the other Thor. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of Thors in this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, King, we're, King if, you Valkyrie if you haven't seen this movie, we are going to spoil a lot of stuff about it, so go in knowing that. Uh, but if you have, and you just want to find out what our opinions were, then you're in the right place. Because it's uh, coming up. Because it's coming up right now. <laughs> and I don't really have much more to say. Without further ado, uh, here's the episode. All right. Okay. Let's uh. Let's talk about this movie. It's done. Okay. <laughs> I'm watching the clock on a recording now. Yeah, yeah. Just... We're challenging ourselves <laughs> to stay on track and get done with this movie because we. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> we both know we didn't really, really like it. <laughs> well. <clears throat> Yeah, and I think it's not so. It's not my normal dislike for Marvel movies. You know, mm-hmm. this is a different dislike. <laughs> it's not. It's not even that I didn't like it. I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. It was entertaining while it was on. It was fun to watch. I think that's yeah. While it was, and I don't know that I'll ever watch it again. Yeah, because to me, really, what it comes down to is that it was just trying to be Thor Ragnarok again, with less effort. <laughs> yeah, it really felt like. Uh, I kind of felt like Taika phoned this one in. It kind of felt like everybody phoned this one in, which is so strange because they had it set up, you know, at the end of, uh, was it Endgame? It must have been when Thor Endgame left with, the, uh, with I, the Guardians. Yes. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, uh, Odin's dead, so he's supposed to take over the Odin force. So he's like the all-powerful god of Asgard. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of stuff they could have done that could have been really cool. And I thought, like, the way they set it up with, like, hey, like, Guardians, Thor, like, they're very similar in style, at least how yeah. the movies are made, that they're going to go off and, and go on they, some adventures together. And they even said, yes, we're going to do that. Watch. And, and they it do was it like once. three minutes. And it's and then they're like, okay, see ya. That and was, I was like, oh. that, Yeah, not only that, but even, even they were even like, we're sick of that. I'm tired of it. Leave. I'm, we're, we're, we're leaving. Get out of here. Yeah. I never want to talk to you again. Like, I would have, yeah. I would have much rather had a movie where they all spend time together. Also, like, give the characters time to grieve a little bit. I know that I know that Thor's grieved Loki a lot, and he's grieved a lot of things a lot. But I think it would have been great to see him and Star Lord, because they both lost people that they're close to. It would have been great to see them grieve that loss together through some adventure that they have, mm-hmm. and. Honestly, like bringing in, I was wanting like um, a buddy cop. Br- yeah, bringing in um, Natalie Portman as a uh, Mighty Thor, like bring her in too, and like have that be an interesting thing where like, you know, you've got Star Lord seeing Thor's love come back into his life, and mm-hmm. Star Lord doesn't isn't going to get that. He doesn't have that opportunity to, to have uh, um, Gamora Gamora come back. come back into his life. She's gone, and so it. 
that stuff is but, so interesting yeah, to but, me. Yeah, and they that, don't like, even talk about it. It's not. It's it's like literally even Star Lord's like, yeah, man, I'm good now. I'm like, what? You're, like you're we just get to the point where I'm at, and then you're good. And, and who knows? Like, oh, okay. who knows? Maybe maybe Guardians Three is that. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's yeah, maybe but, but, it is that. But it. But the, like I don't know, the one that came first. Yeah, exactly. Should have got it. It should have. Should have called dibs. So I don't know. <laughs> and it does feel weird that they brought Natalie Portman back only to get rid of her it almost feels like this movie is just trying to tie up a loose end which didn't really need to be tied up that is kind of what the comic book did though when it brought her back i mean i don't care yeah (laughs) um but this is a movie like it's totally different like it doesn't matter what they when they i will say when they brought her back in the comics the way they're explaining it in the comics was like thor is no longer thor his name is odinson Mm. she is thor she picked up the hammer. We have re like, and when you pick up the hammer and become Thor, it is rewritten on the timetable itself. Yeah, so it's like almost like 007. She has always like been Double Seven is just a name. It's not a person. You know, yeah. James Bond is just a name type of thing. Um, but then, mm. but then with the cancer, and they they play it in a weird way in the movie too, but, which is but it's fine. The the way it killed mm. her in the comic book was she was getting chemo still. And, but every time she transformed, Mjolnir purged her body of poisons. Oh, so it, got so it purged the, the chemo. Yeah. That makes sense. That actually makes more sense than how they described it in the film. So, yeah. So every time she went Thor, she was literally letting the cancer progress a little bit more. Mm. So it gets to the point, not in like two or three transformations, but in a longer cycle. She Every time she transforms, she's basically like resetting Resetting yeah. her cancer, anti-cancer progress to zero while it still goes forward a little bit. So that's what... That makes a lot more sense. Because if you don't know, um, chemo and radiation and all that stuff is basically just poisoning your body and hoping that you survive longer than, than the, cancer the cancer does. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's... It does not just specifically target the cancer. So no, we're, not, makes, we're not nearly that good yet. So <laughs> it, the movie sort of presented it in a way that... Uh, that made it seem like the hammer was killing her. Yeah, um, it was taking her life force. Yeah. And in, she only had a certain amount, and it was a weaker amount because she had cancer. Because of the can yeah. I, what you just said was much more straightforward. <laughs> it made much more <laughs> sense. Um, <clears throat> but even like, uh, I don't know, there was just so many things in the movie that felt, hey, hey, fellow kids, like stuff like, is that how, am I even saying that right? Like, Yeah, kind of. Um, like hello fellow kids like like they were just trying it was trying to be cool and it felt like like even the thing with the goats which i know it was funny it felt like i like they did like I the like, people who I made the movie <laughs> sure and that's fine guilty pleasure every time they it, scream to me it was like, like okay this is that's funny i get it but isn't that kind of an old thing? Like, why are we from 20, joking about from it right like now? 2010. I mean, sure. And then, uh, but he does he does have goats. But like he that's keeps thing. Okay, but it keeps going, and then it keeps going, and then it keeps going, and it eventually is not funny, and then it gets funny again. <laughs> which I mean, I appreciated when the goats were flying the goat boat. I like that whole thing. Uh, and then when they crash into the planet that you think is further away than it is, <laughs> that <laughs> made me laugh. Tiny, tiny. But planet, that, yeah. yeah. But it had nothing to do with the goats screaming. It just had the fact it was just the perspective of what we thought was. You're like, oh, that planet that's far off in the. <laughs> 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 like, oh no, it's right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but 
like that kind of stuff, it felt a little like, here's my thing. I like Taika Waititi. I think he's a very talented person. I think he's a very good storyteller. I prefer his older work because I think that Disney thinks that anything that Taika touches is gold. And so they put him in their most popular franchises in Star Wars and in Marvel. And a lot of his stuff has done really well. Ragnarok did really well. People like that movie. Not everyone likes that movie. A lot of people do. And in my opinion, it is the best Marvel movie. Mostly because I think because it breaks away from a lot of the the uh, Marvelisms, the things that they sort of like. It completely broke away from Thor. It did. And yeah. I thought it did it in a good way because Thor was sort of not, you know, it was sort of going the way of Hulk where like Hulk has had a hard time finding his place yeah. outside of the Avengers. And Thor, while I don't think he necessarily had a hard time outside of the Avengers, he just, he's a god. And so anytime you're dealing with someone who has like basically unlimited powers, it can be hard to to really relate to them. And by making him sort of this like rock ballad god and making it bigger and larger than life, the way that Taika did in Ragnarok, I think made him more relatable. The relationship with his brother was what made him relatable. Now we don't have his brother anymore. So we need something to ground him. So they bring back Jane. Yeah, uh, for one time. But then, I think I think the mistake her. is yeah. they needed to have it be a buddy cop movie with, with Star Lord. I, I think Star Lord and him would have been maybe honestly maybe they couldn't afford it. But that's a that's a pretty it big was, bill. It was already uh, it's already like one of the top twenty expensive movies of all time. That's really yeah. How interesting? I don't know. I mean, maybe this is I don't know. Maybe it's just a story that. That Taika wanted to tell, and and who knows? I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It was sort of speculate. It was a quarter of a billion to make. That's a lot of money. That's that's crazy. To um, me. I don't know. It just there's just a lot of things about it that I'm just kind of going in circles because I don't know what I'm trying to say. I I do feel like if we would have gotten this exact movie earlier on, like ten years ago. We might appreciate it more. Yeah, maybe we're looking back on it then and going, "This is the best Marvel movie." And maybe, yeah, but I don't know. Combine combine the disappointment after Ragnarok plus even more years of comic book uh, movie fatigue. I don't, I don't even know what I expected out of this movie, but I definitely expected more than whatever Love and Thunder gave me, and they took. The coolest bad guy that's ever been introduced in the comics. I mean, what Christian Bell did with him was unbelievable. Like, it was like, that's really cool. Like, mm-hmm. Heath Ledger's Joker. But I don't know. That it, like, there was no story. He was pretty one Gore note, the yeah. Gore the God Butcher. He's the God Butcher. Who does he kill? That one guy at the beginning. And then he hates all gods. Does, does we, we, it, we're not going to see him kill any of them no but thor's gonna go somewhere where there are a bunch of gods oh so he's gonna attack the whole city of gods no <laughs> what why are we because <laughs> this is marvel and we can't do anything with consequence <laughs> not only that but like some some youtube video i watched i think it was like the, the pitch meeting guy he was like uh gore hates all gods because he thinks they're they only care for themselves mm-hmm so what's his plan to trap Thor and Lady Thor? 
He's going to attack the city full of kids who they care about, so they'll come for them. It's like, Which doesn't make any sense. What? Because he doesn't believe the gods will do that. So, yeah, wow. That's what I mean about this movie. It doesn't feel like they really... They kind of just like phone, like they just wrote stuff down and were like, yeah, that's going to work. That's it. Yeah, we got it. Um, and I don't know, like you told me this story. I don't know if it's true, but the, <laughs> but it feels true because you'd mentioned uh, that Taika Waititi asked Natalie Portman if she wanted to be in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And it's just like, what? Like the, the absurdity of that. Oh, I don't like count those the three. Disconnection. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Like how disconnected you have to be from the, the the properties that you're working with to be able to to make like that, even if you don't count them, Disney counts them. So like you have to, you, you know what I mean. So, but I also think like I don't know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, being disconnected from it, maybe that's what helps him bring in his weird. Maybe creativity, but it feels like it feels less like that and more of a like. I'm going to rely on my own charisma and my own storytelling ability and not so much on the actual like strength of the story. For example, like a, a charismatic speaker can go a long way on charisma, but yeah, like they can't a go crowd forever with, with ego, eventually, of logos eventually you got to have substance. You have to have something, yeah. some sort of plan, something that's built up. Uh, if you go into uh, you know, um, something and you you're just winging it you might be able to win the crowd a little bit but like eventually if you don't if you're not working with anything you don't have anything to offer it's gonna show and i feel like it shows a lot in this i feel like with ragnarok he had a lot to work with and his charisma and his storytelling ability came into play and they just they work together really well in this mm. one it feels like he's riding the high of like his previous successes even disney's riding the high of that and they're like you know what Anything you do, people are gonna love. <laughs> and I, if he's like, I'm gonna put two goats in there, and they're gonna scream, and people are gonna love it. And it's like, okay, I love the two goats. Jeremiah loves it. There you go. <laughs> and I'm sure other people do too. But it just, it it's not a whole, it's not false. a whole. It just movie, felt, yeah. it just felt weird because it felt so outdated. It felt like he found it on the internet and was like, I gotta put this in the movie. People are gonna think this is hilarious. But it's like. Five, six years later, after everyone else already knows about this joke. It's like, <laughs> not that it can't still be funny. It feels like he thinks he's introducing the world to it. That's why it feels weird. Because it feels like, wait a second. No, we all know this joke already. So it's like your dad finding something funny and being like, have you heard of this? And everyone's like, yeah, dad, that's like 10 years old. He's like, what? <laughs> no way. That's what it feels like. And that's why I think the movie the feels Taylor out Swift, of touch. It? <laughs> yeah, it feels so out of touch. I mean, there's so many times when, when uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, okay, so most people, I think, love the first one, okay? Mm -hmm. They love the first one, and Jack Sparrow was written as just a pirate. Yeah, he's got some quirkiness to him, but, like, not in the way that, that he was portrayed by Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp brought, a, like, created that character. He made that person. So when they came around to writing the sequels, now I'm not going to say specifically this was their thought process, but this is what feels like happened is they were like, people loved Captain Jack Sparrow at like Johnny Depp as that character. And this is, we just got to write him as that crazy person. So what ends up happening is you get like the first movie, which is fairly grounded with some fantastic, like fantastic elements to it. But for the most part, it's grounded. It makes sense. People are able to follow, but in the sequels, it's just 
bonkers. It's everywhere. There's all kinds of crap that they throw in, all kinds of like crazy stuff. And it's like they're trying to like match like the movie itself, the storyline that's happening is trying to match the level of absurdity that Johnny Depp brings to the character. And so they're writing the character at 100 instead of at, you know, at 40, which is basically what he's at, 40%. And then Johnny Depp comes in and adds a little bit more to make the character stand out. Instead, they're writing him at 100. And so Johnny Depp is just insane the whole movie because he's always at 100. He's always going rather, to the rather floor. Rather than letting Johnny Depp play him with a hidden depth. Exactly. It's like, show us how crazy You he is. are yeah. 100% all the time. And, uh, boop, you know, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a roller coaster with, with one dip that never ends. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, don't so, around one more time, maestro. <laughs> so there's no, uh, there's no, yeah, there's no in between moments. So, um, and, and having said that I will, you know, a little sidebar here. I actually really like the whole trilogy of the pirates movies, the trilogy, not anything past that because I just enjoy it. I think they're fun, whatever, but I am willing to acknowledge that I think the second two are much weaker than the first bec- and I think a lot of it has to do with that. So in this movie, in Thor, I think a similar thing happens. You have this new th- new version of Thor. He- he's not he's not quite the same version. He's still this kind of like cocky, you know, jock who's kind of a kind of a doofus but like he's got a heart of gold, okay? Mm-hmm. He they lean a little bit more into that in Ragnarok. He's funny, it's played for laughs, but he's got a heart and he's got an emotional side and and we're able to see a lot of that when his dad dies, when Loki dies, it, it, all this stuff. And you're like, wow, he's like a pretty fleshed out character. He's got a lot of a lot of depth to him. In this movie, it felt like they went for like bro Thor and it was bro Thor all the time. It was like the fun, goofy Thor all the time. And then they try to like have a meaningful moment with him and some other characters. And to me, it would just fall flat because it was like, I don't believe that the person who was just goofing around five seconds ago would be able to have this conversation right now. Like there's no transition. It's just like, Oh yeah. Hey, whoa, I'm Thor. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And Ragnarok hey, did I'm really sad about those. this thing. And like it, Ragnarok brought that together really well. This movie, it just, it's like, it doesn't know. I don't know. It's trying to be goofy and goofy little brother type joking around. But then it's like, Hey guys, let's get serious. But it's like, I can't take you. I can't take you seriously. Cause it, it doesn't feel like yeah, you actually gets, care. I don't know if it's getting too serious or if it's just not like I, the funny even, scene's not resolved in a even, way and then they go yeah, straight to it. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Even Jane, like even uh, Natalie Portman's character, doesn't seem to really, none of the characters really seem to think that the situation overall is as serious as it is. Even with like the kids in trouble, they're kind of just pretty chill we'll about it. Yeah. Um, what are we going to do? Wait even a the fact days. that she has cancer, she's kind of just chill about it. And Thor's kind of just chill about it. Like, yeah, he gets like, a little oh, sad. Man, I love you. But yeah, it, but it's all, it's all still selfish. It's that all sucks. still, yeah, it's, it's based on him wanting her and he's sad because he's losing her, which I mean, that's, that's real. That happens. And, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just something. And, the, and then the greatest villain in comics ever. So, <laughs> is he? I don't know. I think so. The comic book gore. Yeah, I, I think so. Gore the God Butcher is so freaking cool. And I think in order to do that character justice, uh, it almost has to be like a horror movie, truthfully. Mm. Or else he's just not going to be that cool. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like they kind of wasted it 
on like a silly movie. Yeah, I feel like the better version of this film is the buddy cop one, and Gore is not the bad guy. I, I like Gore as the bad guy, but I think uh, I think it's a cool idea. But I do think that, uh, and I, I don't know. I guess the love story it does tie together well, but again, it feels so disconnected from what what the movie is doing most of the time, which is just the silly like rock and roll, bros, let's go. And then it's like, hey, let's get serious. We got kids' lives on the line. We got this guy has lost his daughter. This uh, I'm about to lose the the love of my life type of thing. Yeah. All right. And no, it never hits that. Serious. And then it gets silly again. It's like, all right, we had our serious yeah, time. Uh, it's just kind of weird. And what I really liked about her story in the comics was she became Thor when he completely lost it. Like mm. he gets so depressed, he can't wield Mjolnir anymore, and like he's he's like going around searching, looking for something. It's it's kind of like an Avengers Endgame, yeah. But like, he, like he even worse. Like, yeah. Like his, like his dad's gone. Everybody's dead. Everybody that's ever loved him has died. So they almost missed the opportunity. Yeah, because like, they already kind of did that. Yeah, yeah. And and then Gore the God Butcher is coming to kill that Thor, mm-hmm. who thinks he's not worthy. Who who knows he's not worthy and wouldn't go save anybody because he doesn't think that he can. Right. That makes sense. That's what makes that villain <laughs> so freaking good. And then uh I think there was something where they played I think in the comic book Fury had just died, but it like whispered two things to Thor, like two words to Thor mm-hmm. before he died, and like that's what made Thor so like unbelievably depressed. It was this might not be what he whispered, but it was something like you're not worthy. Mm. Like on his deathbed, Fury's like, you're not worthy for that. You're not worthy to be the god. And then that kills Thor. And then Gore the God Butcher comes mm. at his, his, like his lowest state. And this is like the worst villain of all villains in his mm. lowest state. And he's not like he's literally not even Thor. I so, like this story. What keep going? That, that sounds, <laughs> I know it's awesome. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, and they took that villain and they were like, but what if he kidnaps kids? <laughs> Like, Puts him in a space cage. Okay, great. <laughs> what what would what was the plan there was for him plan. to get Stormbreaker? I guess to shine on the to shine on the to create the, the big yeah. button so he gets a gateway mm-hmm. to e- the eternity guy. Why did Thanos gather the things to make the wish when he, could, <laughs> when he just walked up to eternity and been like, "Hey, kill half the people in this." And and apparently eternity, this celestial being does whatever you ask with yeah. no regards of like what he thinks about and it. And anybody with a biofrost can get there. So I feel like anybody with a biofrost can get there. And I mean, so Heimdall could have gotten there any time, like before anybody died. Like they, hey, they eternity, they heard uh, Thanos of, was coming. Get rid of Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> so that was always there. And how did Gore find out? Literally, how? Like I. At least show me like him killing a god, and the god's like, "I'll tell you a secret if you let yeah. me live." What you can make it a wish to eternity to kill all the gods. Wait, how do I get to eternity? Wait, you wanted to Stab. see the god butcher butcher a god? Is that what you want? You wanted no, to see him actually more than one. <laughs> he's he's the god butcher. I saw him kill one. <laughs> see that dead dead dinosaur over there that's a god oh, oh killed okay okay yeah there was another dead but body. it was a dead sure. dinosaur it wasn't a person he should have killed half the people in that zeus's castle right whatever. what 
what? <laughs> like they they went there, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna come in and murder half of these dudes." Nope. And and Thor murders Zeus, yeah, no. and, then, and then and then takes his toy, and then Zeus gets back. Takes up. his toy. All right, let's. We've been crapping on this movie a lot. Let's talk I about some understand. things. Let's talk about some things that we we did enjoy or or like about. The I mean, film. I like the screaming guts. You okay. know, I like screaming. I'm guts. A, I like dad jokes. They're they're fun. <laughs> Every time. Uh, maybe they screamed once or twice too many times. I'll give you that. <laughs> but but don't take a lot of them out. It's great. I think Disney and bigger companies like this will take people like Taika Waititi and like, he's creative. Put him in charge of this. Let's let's get him going. Let's, let's stamp him out. Let's get him. Okay, you got one year to make another one, Taika. Okay, mm-hmm. one more year. And you can't. You can't put creativity on a schedule. You can to an extent, and you should. But you're not getting full right creativity yeah. when you when you do. When there's a formula and it's an assembly line, as Marvel is, you're only going to get so much. Right, so. and the, the the time is the big uh, mm-hmm. limiting factor on creativity. Plus, he's pretty busy. He's all over the place. It I seems mean, like I could be wrong. Maybe yeah. he's not that busy. But it, I just feel like I see him in all this stuff. Like he's got a show on HBO that he's doing. He's, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff going on, so. But I feel like if he took a lot more time out, we'd get more <laughs> Ragnaroks and less, uh, and where, like, he's changing stuff all the time, you know? Yeah. But on that on that time schedule, <laughs> you get, you get, <laughs> oh, you remember screaming goats? Yeah, I remember, we're putting them in this. Okay, <laughs> cool. Anything else? Nah. <laughs> yeah. No, and right uh, any time there's a Taika Waititi film that doesn't have Reese Darby in it, I'm disappointed. <laughs> so <laughs> what are we even doing? I don't understand what's <laughs> happening because he needs to be in every film that you're in. I realize he's also in that other show, uh, not other show, the um, Our Flag Means Death on HBO. But I love that man, and I think that he is a national <laughs> treasure for New Zealand, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, he is great, and I want him in everything that Taika does. <clears throat> but yeah. So anyways... Uh, make him the freaking God Butcher. Like, nothing against Christian Bale's performance. He did great. Just make him the villain. He he matches the, the absurdity and silliness. Of it you, right off the bat. Yeah. Of right off the bat. And, and then, like, like, create a new character from scratch. Yeah. And let Reese go, what's his name, Reese? It's Reese. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the bad guy's Reese, everybody. What's he, what's he going to do? I don't know. <laughs> Turn the camera on. We'll see what happens. <laughs> what happens. Um... But yeah, I mean, you get that personality, but then you add sort of like a an undertone to it of, of evil, and and then pretty soon, like he's he's pretty scary. But also, I don't know. There's some relatability to it. I don't know. We're just spitballing here. But I liked uh, Russell Crowe as Zeus. I thought it was funny. I, yeah, I thought that was good. Uh, I thought it was I've just trying of, I've heard to a be. People complain about it. I'm like, no, it's good. No, I I thought it was just trying to be the Jeff Goldblum cameo again. It's just like, hey, famous actor, you know, in a goofy role. It's just repeating itself, but I I like. See, I would it. say I the, thought, co- the collector isn't goofy, but Jeff Goldblum is. Yeah, that's what I mean. Though. Yeah, but yeah, okay. but like that, that version of Zeus was like a what are a you doing goofball? Yeah, <laughs> I loved his little like spinning his finger, like you know, twirling the pistol, but it's the the lightning bolt, and he catches behind his back. But also, he's like a kind of overweight, and so it just is like. It's just absurd how everyone there is like, oh, Zeus, you're so wonderful. And he's like, yeah, I'm a cool guy. It's really bad so, Greek accent. Yeah. 
I did enjoy that. That was part. great. I thought that was funny. I also really liked the um, relationship drama with him, his axe and his hammer, and how Thor is like. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. That was so good. I, I really I loved liked that it part until. When the axe would just float in, yeah. like, like, what were you talking to him for? <laughs> like, I liked it like, until the end where it felt like the axe was still opening the door because it hated him. I didn't get that, but I get what you're saying, yeah. I, up until that point, I was like, this is great. But then it was like, no, axe, you're literally... <laughs> You don't understand what you're doing, X. No, please. Stop. But isn't that how relationships are? I mean, Just when I jealousy comes but, into play. But, so. it, but, but I also don't know that it was supposed to play that way. <laughs> but it did. But it kind of did. Yeah. It had like shadow hands holding it up and pointing it. Maybe they were like powering it on and it couldn't help it. Yeah. Maybe the whole thing was finally like, see, it's not sentient. It's doing. I mean, I don't think it plays in that last scene the way you wanted it to. <laughs> Because to me, it was like the spurned ex-girlfriend mm -hmm. is going to end the world to kill you with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. Another thing, the guy in the YouTube video, the pitch meeting was like, Thor comes in with an army. Army of what? Army of the kids that he rescued. It's like, what? An Why would he use kids? He can give them Thor's powers. How can he do that? That's apparently something he can do now. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yes. No he, questions. Who for knew me. that he could just knight them and they they gain the power? I so. did. I did like his uh, no questions for me. Yeah. What he was like giving the speech and he goes and for a limited time. Yeah. <laughs> like, to me, in my memory, he like looks at the audience a little bit. Like yeah. Like spikes the camera and he's like, mm, "You saw that one coming, didn't you?" <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it was it was worth a watch. It yeah. I feel like we but, say that about a lot of things that we don't really really don't i mean venom was not <laughs> it's not worth a watch <laughs> do yourself a favor and go and watch thor love and thunder before you watch any venom picture <laughs> i do kind of want please watch morbius do. before you see <laughs> oh i haven't seen morbius yet uh, i, I do kind of wonder if they'll play with the love and thunder part oh like the girl actually being mm -hmm. maybe uh, i feel like they kind of have to now because <laughs> they're, they're going to so. run out of uh, first level one Avengers at some point. They're going to have to go. Gosh, go Disney's starting early. Team. They got like the young Avengers. <laughs> All these yeah, children. But in, yeah, but in like 10 years, she's yeah. going to be 20. In 10 years, they're going to be like, all right, we recasted everybody <laughs> within the story. They're thinking long, long term. We're, we're in it for the long haul, guys, with Marvel. They're not going away. I feel yeah. like even if movies, for whatever reason, if movies just died and was only television, oh, still, movie theaters would exist Marvel's only to show gonna, Marvel yes. films. <laughs> yes, it would just Disney be like a Marvel out. circus. Malco and AMC. <laughs> that's the god. That's the worst future. <laughs> and the what was the one with Nicole Kidman talking smack? I think it was an AMC. Oh, was it? yeah, because we saw it when we went to uh, to the AMC that we hated. Yeah, isn't it great to the worst look back one. at the movies? <laughs> Meanwhile, one. the speaker's making our ears bleed. And, uh, we're, Not yeah. this one. Please. <laughs> oh, man. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Everything what else do we like about this movie? Is there anything else we like about this movie? I mean, it definitely had some funny parts. It just it just uh, didn't really rise beyond that. 
Whereas I feel like Ragnarok did a really great job of balancing the humor with the story that it's trying to tell, the emotional story that it's trying to tell. The whole time it looked very pretty. But then when they went to the Shadow Realm, it looked very, very cool. Yeah, I liked that. Um, kind of like, like the first time you watched Sin City. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is like a cool look for a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it like suddenly, when they went into the Shadow Realm, it like suddenly drained all color and it started doing mm-hmm. some little... I mean, it was black and white, but it was also like pops of color. Yeah. It looked really cool. This is like a very weird thing to say. That one part where she runs out, grabs his axe, and just tosses it because she realizes that's the key. Mm-hmm. He's like, what'd you do that for? Like, Yeets it out the he window. He needs that. Okay. Never summon it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Like a uh, little, little quick thinking yeah. on her part. I liked, I liked that. Because she's so smart. She's so smart. Natalie Bowman's so smart. Gosh, I wonder what they had to do to get her to come back. She seemed pretty, I, I mean, she just seems like the person that would be content to not come back to this. And I wonder if they. I feel like as soon as they said, you're going to be Thor. They like, probably were like, oh. Okay. Down. <laughs> yeah, man. You're, yeah, you're the Jane Foster Thor for at least one movie. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I also don't know why. Well, I guess, I guess in this version, it was training her life force. Maybe they worded it that way. Because in the comics, the way they worded it is as long as she was holding on to the hammer, she was Thor, and nothing would happen. It was every time she like put it down, she would revert. So she could literally like She'd never let go of the if hammer. She, yeah, <laughs> like sleep they while holding on to so the that, hammer. So that actually holding on to the hammer was what was killing her. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. It get, uh, the movie gets a little confused with its its uh, metaphors and its symbolism a little. <laughs> so it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did so, we, uh, we, uh <laughs> is, that, is that it? Did we beat our time? <laughs> I think we, uh, I think we did it. I think this is the shortest episode of this is about movies that we have. And, um, wait, if you have the option to watch Love and Thunder, wait for it on Disney Plus. Yeah. And then you'll have a fun <laughs> night eating popcorn in your house. Yeah. And it'll probably, it'll probably be perfectly fine. Actually, how about this? Let's say let's say you have a free night. You're going to watch a movie you're at home, and you're thinking to yourself, hey, let's watch Taika Waititi's latest film, Thor Love and Thunder. Don't. <laughs> and watch Hunt for the Wilder People instead, or What We Do in the Shadows, because those movies are fantastic. And that is Taika Waititi <laughs> at peak Waititi. And then you've seen those, and like a year from now, someone says something about a screaming goat, and you're like, oh, yeah, that one movie. Yeah. Then go then go watch it. Well, don't go. You could just stay at home and watch it. Like, if it's like a Saturday afternoon, and like. Yeah, this this seems, this feels like a movie where it's like, I got nothing else to do. What do I do? You Mm. can put on Love and Thunder. Yeah, you could put it on in the background while you're doing other things and like pay half chores, attention and you'll still be able to keep up with what's going on and all um, that not only that but yeah you'll probably have a real good time then because you're like <laughs> that was a good joke and yep. then like go back to playing that video game that you're playing yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i bet this yeah i bet this would be a really good movie for how i normally watch like, <laughs> netflix shows like i'm playing a video game mm-hmm. and then i have an ipad slightly off to the side with whatever show's on and I hate that you do that. <laughs> like, if, I don't. I, don't hate I think you. a movie's gonna <laughs> interest me. I that's when it gets my attention. Yeah, but 
like the new Resident Evil Netflix show that came out yesterday. That's a. I, I figured that was not going to be very good. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> ah. yeah. yeah. So I still like got it in and I got to watch it, but I don't feel bad that I only did that. You know, <laughs> I was also playing uh, the power washing simulator, which is totally not a waste of time. <laughs> it's a fun time. Oh my gosh. Oh God. Oh, it's free on Xbox right now. I mean, that'll at least ruin a day for you for free. Yeah. I've seen it on Reddit, but I, I, look, I looked up and it was 4 a.m. And I was like, what happened? Dude? It's probably a game that I would like because I like feeling like I'm accomplishing something yeah. <laughs> without having to do the work of accomplishing it. And video games are great for that, especially ones, even ones that are like chores. It's like, but you can put it in a video game. And it's but fun. power washing in real life is super satisfying. Yeah, it kind of is for me too. But the reason I don't like doing it is because I'll be out, I'll, well, I'll be out there, <laughs> I'll be out there all day and really not realize it, and then get sunburned all like uh, every time I do it. The cost is too high. <laughs> <laughs> Price is too high. Well, I'm, I mean, just like every time I'm out there with a power washer, I'm like, I want to get all this because mm-hmm. I want to get it. Because that's the thing. Like, I want to finish it and get it all. Yeah. I don't want to stop at half the driveway. I want to get it all, and that's eight hours, and then I'm sunburned, and then I don't, I don't want to go outside for three more weeks. Oh, my gosh. And that's convincing me to go outside in the first place, which is difficult in and mm-hmm. of itself, because outside hates me, and I hate it back. Actually, you know what that makes me want to play? So, speaking of Vikings Mario and speaking Sunshine. of, like, chores, it's never really, Mario Sunshine, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what, no, like, I was thinking power washer Valheim. Um, Valheim is a really fun game about Norse mythology a little bit. And it's all about crafting and building things. And I really have a good time playing that. Actually, the next time you're thinking about watching Thor, Love and Thunder, just go Val- ahead and just play Valheim because <laughs> or even play though Valheim it has while it, pull Jeremiah, yeah, no, it's going to ruin Valheim. <laughs> Valheim is, has, has a great atmosphere. <laughs> Thor, Love and Thunder is going to ruin that for it. So is it like RTS or is it MMO? neither it's just like a minecraft style like crafting survival game but you it's go like watch, you go watch like a the, movie doing that no uh, yes you can but it's it's all about it like immersing yourself in in the world and you can't really do that with uh, uh, okay okay it's a really good one it's like my it's my favorite crafting game i mean i'll say i even, like minecraft like, a lot even but like, this one is my favorite so even like grinding elden ring i was watching movies well yeah but new game plus sure go for it even playing, like grinding Elden Ring, sometimes I'd go out and do a mission, and then I would feel bad that I played it with like the sound off, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of missing half of this game. Mm. I mean, it was still it was still fun and good, and I was gonna do it again the next night, but stopping the the movie and then like turning Elden Ring up and only focusing on that, Elden Ring was like this fully immersive world that you're in for for a little while. It was still fun to play. Even when you weren't doing that. <laughs> I just want Elden Ring erased, and I just want to play it again. That's what I want. We should we should uh, Power get the get, we should download the mod so we can co-op together and just play through on PC, goofing around. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, because to mod it, you have to take away the. Yeah, I mean, we would have to start over, like, and then just, like, do a, a fresh Is save. it like a third-party server that you meet up on? I think it just uses... You have to block the multiplayer component to install mods. Yeah, it creates a new... I think it's through a new launcher, essentially. So it's a separate... It's not tied... It's actually not tied... It uses the game files, but it's not actually tied to... Mm. If I'm understanding it correctly, you're using, like, yourself as a server. So it's like playing Minecraft when you're not paying for a server. So, like, one person has to be on in oh, order so for it's both like to be like literally P2P? 
I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we would only play when we're together. I don't think you can progress without the other person there. I could be wrong. We'd have to look it up. But uh, it just would be fun. So so just goof around and, you know. I say we wait uh, like a full year. I mean, a full like year. I, well, like I've got, meant to uh, do with uh, Cyberpunk, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and play uh-huh. it after they fully fix it. Yeah. Have they done that yet? I it's mean, they've been, done a lot of work. It's been a while. They've done a lot of work. I booted it up when half? I when I got a new graphics card and tried out the RTX stuff, and it looked pretty good. It yeah. still got some bugs, but it it's, yeah. it looked really good. <laughs> so like, Man, who I knows? But I don't know if they're ever doing DLC for that or not. But I know they're doing they DLC for Elden they Ring. Said they were going to. Yeah, but who knows? Um, <laughs> we're gonna fix all the they, bugs first. There was see a, in yeah. five years. <laughs> see, yeah. They're like, you know what? We're just gonna make Witcher four. <laughs> we're like, okay, great. <laughs> Nice. It won't be Witcher 4. It will be a new Witcher trilogy. <laughs> at an earlier time, when there were more witches. The, uh, but no, Elden Ring's got... Uh, there was a, a leak, supposedly. Of the DLC. Of the DLC called Barbarians of the Badlands, and I thought, that's a great title, and I want to play that. So, well, I, thought uh, it was, I hope it's Mikola's something. I thought it was going to be like the adventures of Horalu, like out in, in, in you know, and the, uh, the rest of it, his... That's what it sounds like when you say Sounds it. like, yeah. Barbarians about. <laughs> That's the only person I can think of that seems like a barbarian is and has gone out outside of yeah. the lands between. But yeah, a little Elden Ring lore for you. Yeah. <laughs> and one other thing you could do instead of watching Thor: Love and Thunder, you could play Elden Ring for four hundred hours. <laughs> um, do you know what the tiger was doing on his back? It was it was getting a ride. I've heard a, a couple people describe it, and literally all it was doing, he put it there. Whenever he would get mad in a fight and try to revert to Horalu style, like hand-to-hand style, it would bite him and make him fight like a noble person. And that, like, that's the reason for its existence. And that's mm. why he kills it and then fights as Horalu. I got the exact opposite impression. I thought that he was fighting nobly when he got rid of it because he was cheating. He was using like the power of like the the air tree to like make him enhanced. And so he's like, Hey, oh, no, I don't need how, you anymore. That's how good so he, he was gets rid of it. And then he's like, Hey, but that's it's just what, me. That's what he gave up when he married America. I'm forgetting their names now. Yeah. America. Yeah. That's the life that he gave up when he married her. So he like promised that was behind him. He, w- he wouldn't even fight like Horalu anymore. Interesting. I don't know. I haven't kept up with all the yeah. So the the dragon the, uh, dragon the tiger ghost thing would bite the crap out of him, <laughs> mm. and that would like fill him with pain and and like and he would go okay. I'll fight with a sword or spear or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Eldrick's so weird, <laughs> but it's great. Uh, well, this, uh, well, thanks for joining us for, uh, Elden this Ring is about Thunder. all the things you can do instead of watching Thor Thunder. Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, it's been, uh, I like how we uh, like ended on just like, just don't really watch it that much. <laughs> like you can, <laughs> if you like it, if you like Thor, you, it's, it's more of, of that. It's That's more of that, but don't go and do it it's expecting not gonna, something great because yeah. it's not really. But then if you watch it with that attitude, you'll probably be like, it was okay. You guys are ragging on it too hard. Yeah, and then that's fine. Disagree with us. Please. Uh, well, and it was our ragging on it too hard that made it better to you. Yep. Because so, you went into it wanting to prove us wrong. You know what? You're welcome. There you go. For <laughs> We're willing to make this sacrifice so that we you make, can enjoy the we movie. We sacrificed our time and our... Uh, <laughs> 
our enjoyment. Our enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> to make it better for you, the the listener, the the viewer. You're welcome. I know. I still would have gone and going, this has got to be great. Thor, Tagawatini. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Russell Crowe was funny. The Screaming Goats was funny. Uh, yeah, I liked the end credits thing with uh, Hercules. Uh, with, uh, I don't know his name, but the guy from, from Ted. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Ted Lasser. Jamie on that. Not Jamie. It's, um, he's here, he's there. He's every Roy Kent. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I liked, uh, that he just showed up and it's like, oh, cool. Okay. Hercules, Roy Kent, just being Roy Kent. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, was, uh, he popped his head up and I was like, what a weird, perfect casting. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where they're going with it. It's like, okay, Hercules, okay, cool. Maybe that's probably in the comics. I don't know. Why. Yeah, he's in the comics, but he, he he's a second fiddle to somebody else. Er, anybody else. Ev- everybody else. So he'll probably be, I bet you he's going to be like the villain for the first half of the film, and then he comes around to, to what Thor is trying to do, and then they work if, together. If they make him the new Loki, that'd be kind of cool. I guess. Uh, sure, yeah. He's gonna be he's gonna fill that role. But I, I also don't I, I also don't think Common Enemy is gonna bring them together. I don't think Chris Hemsworth's sticking around much longer. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I think that contract's about it. <laughs> Maybe. It is. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening and uh <laughs> Thanks we'll and you're welcome. Catch and you <laughs> next time. <laughs> On a movie that we probably like more than Other Thunder. Thunder.